And joining us now to talk about this is the former governor of New Jersey and also former presidential candidate, Governor Chris Christie. Governor, great to have you here on the show again. Thanks for having me on tonight, Rita. Always happy to be here. Always love having you on, and I can't wait to get your reaction to President Biden's, I thought, highly charged speech on voting rights. What was your reaction? It was awful, and it was packed full of lies. I mean, it's really the only way to put it, Rita. It was full of lies. Um, You know, he is sitting there criticizing the state of Georgia that has double the number of early voting days that his own state of Delaware has. Um, you know, more than the state of New Jersey has, who he's praised our voting uh, laws. Um, this is this is ridiculous. And, and it divided the country and basically saying that, you know, anybody who believes that the filibuster is an appropriate way to empower the minority in the United States Senate is a racist. Um, comparing those of us who, who support that to Lester Maddox and George Wallace. I mean, this is a guy who ran for president saying he was going to bring us together uh, and that he was going to unite the country and reach across the aisle. He's turned into a liberal flamethrower and liar. And that's exactly what he is. And that's what he did in Georgia yesterday. And that's why, Rita, not even Stacey Abrams would show up at that speech. Yeah, it was interesting that she snubbed him, too, and and a number of others. You know, Senator Mitch McConnell came out today, Governor Christie, and he said he didn't even recognize this Joe Biden. He even used the phrase, and you know Mitch McConnell, as I have for years, he's usually not so vocal and so spirited, but he's called this profoundly unpresidential. Uh, What's your reaction to that? I agree with Senator McConnell. It is completely unpresidential, and, and You know, this is where the mainstream media makes me laugh, uh, you know, Rita, because if Donald Trump had gone um, to a blue state when he was president and said some of the very same things that uh, Joe Biden said yesterday, there would be hour long specials on CNN uh, about this um, and saying how he just was destroying our institutions. Yet somehow when it's Joe Biden, it's uh, not the same treatment. Um, This this is absurd. And, you know, the the bottom line is Mitch McConnell was right again, as he often is on these things where there's historical context needed. And I'm glad that we have him down there. And I'll also have to say, I thought Mitt Romney gave a great speech on the floor of the Senate yesterday as well, uh, really criticizing the president as well for uh, what he was uh, saying about voting rights. Uh, it's wrong. It's divisive. And it and it goes down the very same road that they criticized Donald Trump for going down, which was calling into question the validity of our election process. Um, well, and it's interesting, you know, because it's all about voter ID, as you know, Governor. It's like they want no voter ID. They want, you know, more absentee ballots. They want, you know, basically unsecured voting boxes. I mean, it's it's so many of these things, just as you said, that a lot of people say, wait a minute, it's just common sense, I think, to have a voter ID, don't you? Well, I absolutely do, Rita, and I'll give, I'll give you an example. I was in New York City today um, to go to a meeting in an office building. I, I walked in. The guy behind the security desk recognized me, said he was a big fan, asked if he could come around the desk and take a selfie with me. He did. Then he grabbed one of the visitor passes and asked if I would autograph it to him. I did. And then he went back around the desk and asked me for my ID. <laughs> right. And I said, well, you know, I gave, I gave my driver's license. I said, you know, it's funny. I said, you were sure enough that it was me that you took a picture with me. 
and got my autograph. I said, but um, you still ask me for ID. And he goes, well, it's the rules, Governor. And if we have to do that to go into an office building in New York City, why shouldn't we have to show an ID to prove that we are who we are when we go to exercise our right to vote? It's absurd. And that's why 88 percent of the American people agree um, that we should show ID uh, when we go to vote. And Governor Chris Christie, is that a sign to when to hear this rhetoric from President Biden of desperation, too? Because you're right, it, it, it was basically you're a racist if you're not with them on this issue. Is that a sign that they just see trouble ahead for him in his presidency and in the midterms? Oh, they see huge trouble ahead in the midterms. There was, a, I think, a new poll that came out today, um, uh, Rita. Uh, at least I saw it for the first time today from Quinnipiac, which yep. now has Joe Biden's approval ratings at 33 percent and and has his approval among <laughs> independents at 25 percent. I mean, this is a profound change from Election Day 2020. Um, and it's because Joe Biden is governing not the way he promised he would when he ran, but he's governing as an unabashed, liberal, woke, out of control guy. And the American people will get that and say, this is not what we voted for and not what we want for our country. So I think he is seeing that. What he's trying to do is to arouse his base even more to try to get those numbers up. But there's not enough of those progressives uh, to bring those numbers above, much above where they are right now. He's got to start governing like he promised he would. And if he doesn't, he is going to be a failed Jimmy Carter one-termer. What do you make of some of the stories in the Wall Street Journal that Hillary Clinton may be toying with a comeback? Rita, as a Republican, you know what I say to that? We could not get that lucky. (laughs) We couldn't get that lucky that we would have Hillary Clinton running for president again. The most disliked major presidential candidate in modern history. Uh, So please bring it on, Hillary, one more time. Let's give it a try because you know what? That'll definitely lead to a a Republican presidency in 2024. Is that a sign, though, too, that Democrats are going, "Uh, this is not the package right now? Well, it's a sign that that they're unhappy with how unpopular Biden is right now. But it's also a sign of how delusional Hillary Clinton is. The, The thought that she could actually be president of the United States after everything that she said and done. Um, you know, she she is retired. She needs to stay in retirement politically. I want to ask you about uh, some of the issues that have definitely been dogging this president. And you know them well, Governor Christie. Uh, COVID really seems to be a disaster with testing. Um, also border. Um, where do you see some of the biggest, I guess, failures of President Biden? I, I would give you three. Um, the first is COVID. The fact that we are two years nearly into this crisis and there are people still waiting online to get tested is outrageous. He, he spent one, he appropriated $1.9 trillion uh, just, uh, you know, uh, uh, nearly a year ago. And we still don't have testing, adequate testing available. Everyone in America should be able to buy as many rapid tests as they want at their local pharmacy or supermarket so that they could test themselves and prevent themselves from spreading this disease to anybody else. And now he talks about wanting more money from Congress. Spend the $1.9 trillion we gave you already before you come back for more. Second, you mentioned the border. And the border, look, what you say in campaigns matters, Rita. He gave an open invitation to anybody 
to come across the southern border once he was president, and they're following his lead. But not only that, fentanyl is coming over the border, which is even more dangerous than heroin. And we lost between April of last year and April of this year 100,000 Americans to a drug overdose. It's his policies at the border that are contributing mightily to that loss of life in our country. Um, And third, crime in general. Uh, Rita, you know, um, here in New York City, um, the crime situation is, is awful. And we're hopeful that the new mayor will be able to bring some common sense back to this a little bit and uh, empower police to do what they need to do and stop these woke prosecutors from refusing to, uh, to police uh, crime in our country. Uh, people are scared to walk on the streets in many of our major cities in this country. And it's absolutely uh, Joe Biden's fault. Uh, he and his party have made police seem like the enemy in this country and not the criminals. Uh, And you know what? The people who are committing crimes in this country are the ones who deserve to be put in jail, are the ones to be held to count. Our police officers want to do it. And Joe Biden and his crew have discouraged them from doing their jobs. And that's just three, Rita. We could have even more. Yeah, I was going to say, the list could go on and on, Governor Christie. And, And you're right about the sort of soft on crime. And in fact, case in point, the new Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, who is basically reducing penalties. Um, you know, as as a great former prosecutor, um, that is basically an open invitation to criminals, too. Uh, no matter how much you have a mayor who's saying, OK, we're going to get tough. But if you have the prosecutor saying to his prosecutors, go light on people, that sends an open invitation, too. Exactly right. And I think you're going to see a huge political battle in New York City between Mayor Adams and uh, D.A. Bragg, uh, and I, and I, you know, I'm just hopeful that that uh, the mayor can can win that fight because uh, we need our streets policed, we need violent criminals off the streets, and we need to keep them in jail where they belong. And you know, I'm somebody who did police reform and criminal justice reform when I was governor, but our criminal justice reform said to judges, violent criminals need to stay in jail, and our judges followed that. And that's why we closed two prisons while I was governor of New Jersey, Rita. But crime went down because the people in the prisons were the truly violent ones who were creating the mayhem on the streets in the first place. That's a great message, but also knew that you were going to be tough on them, too. It's that mixed message of getting the right ones, but being tough on the right ones, too. It's exactly right. And prosecutors need to show absolutely no wiggle room between the law and enforcing the law. And Alvin Bragg already is a joke. Uh, And listen, this is what we get from these George Soros prosecutors. George Soros and his money, his dirty, poisoned money, is, is ruining our criminal justice system across this country. Yeah, no doubt. Um, And Governor Christie, I want to also hit on a little bit more about fentanyl with you, too, because you really took on opioids when you were governor and were very successful at this. Um, You pointed out fentanyl is now, by the way, and I know you know this, the number one cause of death among U.S. adults ages 18 to 45. Um, Explain why the border really is the key, because it's that combination. It's Mexico. It's also China. Um, you know, tying in with this, too, as well. But it's really that open border policy that has allowed this, which is killing our American people. Well, it allows um, Central American drug dealers to use Mexico as a highway to get their drugs into the United States. And so, Rita, I think we have to do three things. First, 
We have to secure our border um, and, and let people know that this is not a freeway into the United States with, with uh, fentanyl and other drugs. Second, we need to get tougher on China in this regard. Uh, China has, is sending that in. That's an act of war by China. They are sending in lethal weapons into this country to kill our people, and we need to treat them as such. Um, and third, we need to get smarter about treatment in this country. Uh, we need to make sure that medication-assisted treatment for those who do get addicted is widely available to folks so that we can get people back on the right path and we can get people to you know, lower demand. But the only way to do that is to help people get them treatment. Uh, and so we need to do all three of those things in conjunction. If we do all three, we can make a difference in stopping the rate of death that we see right now. Well, and you know it all too well. Um, you did a superb job at reining that in when you were governor um, and also being a tough prosecutor, too, which is an important message, both of them, right now. Governor Chris Christie, always love having you on, and you got to come back on again soon, my friend. Rita, anytime you call, I'm happy to be on. Thanks so much for having me. And uh, look, you're doing an important service for the people um, who listen to you every night. Bring some truth into this world right now that is just full of partisanship and lies. Thank you for doing that. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.